Welcome to Twins Coast to Coast Mirror Image MS Madness Podcast. We are identical twins, Tamara and Terry, living with multiple sclerosis. We are MS advocates who hope to shine a light on our experience to enhance others' understanding of living with a chronic illness. Our podcast is unique, informative, and we hope inspirational. Welcome to Twins Coast to Coast Mirror Image Madness Podcast. We are delighted today and honored to welcome Dr. Gretchen Holly to our podcast. Gretchen is a physical therapist who specializes in multiple sclerosis. Welcome, Gretchen. Thank you so much for having me. We are delighted. And I think we'll just jump right in because there's so much to talk about. Tell everybody a little bit about you, your missing link, how you got involved in MS, et cetera. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I feel like this could be a long story, so I'll try to not go into all the details. Um, But yeah, so I am a physical therapist, and when I first came out of PT school and I had my first job, there was interest in starting an MS program. And at the time, I had treated two different people with MS, and they were, as you can imagine, vastly different. Just their symptoms were so different from one another. Their day-to-day life was so different. And even each of them as individuals had different and varying symptoms each day. And I always feel weird saying this, but I fell in love with that. Like my favorite part about being a PT is brainstorming and being creative and working with each individual person differently. And so I loved it, but I also knew that there was so much more to MS than what I knew at the time. And I could tell from the very beginning that MS specific physical therapy is different from orthopedic, you know, your traditional PT. So that's when I decided to get my specialty in multiple sclerosis. From there, I continued to work with people in person who have MS, and there were a lot of no-shows and cancellations because there's so much variability in MS. I mean, even something like the weather. I live near Buffalo, New York. At the time I was in Boston, we get awful weather in both of those areas, transportation, but then symptoms alone. You, You could have fatigue unexpectedly, and you can't come to the clinic. So because of that, I started my online program, The Missing Link, as a way to help people outside of the physical therapy clinic. And at first, it was mostly just meant for my my patients to have closer access to me, but very quickly, it just became this international way of helping people. And by the way, congratulations on your 700 person that you have actually touched through your missing link. So so happy for you. Thank you. Yeah, I I noticed that earlier this week. I never really look at the total numbers because so often I just view it as like one person at a time, like every person I want to get to know. So I saw 700. I was like, oh my gosh, like I had no idea. (laughs) Well, it's just wonderful because having MS, it's just so nice to be able to go online to be able to see your recommendations for people to join on and you work with them. And it's just kind of nice one-on-one that way than having to actually go in, like you said, to a physical therapy office. 
It is. And there's different types of physical therapy. There are some physical therapists that focus more on manual work, which is things like massage, trigger point release. So obviously for that type of work, you have to be in person or it can be done virtually as long as someone's teaching you how to do it. So you're doing it to yourself, but that can be more challenging anyways. And the types of sessions that I always led with my clients were always exercise-based, like based on neuroplasticity. How do we get those brains, uh, neural pathways to start functioning better? And it was through exercise, not manual work. So that's why it seemed like a no-brainer for me to just teach my work online. That is great. Um, So Gretchen, tell everybody, especially for folks like Pamela and myself, who are in secondary progressive MS, so many times we focus on the newly diagnosed, but we do have a lot of our listeners that are in secondary progressive MS or even progressive MS and let them know how physical therapy is different for us. So physical therapy for MS in general, regardless of what stage you're at, is different from non-MS specific physical therapy. However, when it is relapsing versus primary progressive versus secondary progressive, the general concepts are still the same. The goal is always neuroplasticity, regardless of if you're in a progressive form of MS or not. So the exercises that you're doing for strengthening, for balance, whether they're seated or standing, it doesn't matter what position you're in, are still geared towards getting those neural pathways to either fire or to find new neural pathways. The one thing I have found in secondary progressive MS is that when we're working with neuroplasticity, it's usually the route of finding new neural pathways. So when you're exercising, one of the main things that we should do is not only focus on functional exercise, but with those exercises, do high repetition. And I have some clients who will truly, within three days, they'll say, oh my gosh, my foot drop isn't as bad. And it's just been three days. So that really quick improvement. And to me, quick improvement is any improvement that you see within like three or four months or less. To me, that's fast improvement. And what that indicates is your neural pathways are there. They just weren't working. Your body found a different way that was easier to move and those neural pathways just were not firing. So by strengthening those pathways, they're now stronger. However, sometimes with secondary progressive or primary progressive it progresses more quickly. And if that's the case, you might notice that it takes a year of staying consistent with these exercises or two years. Like we don't know how long it will take. There's no protocol. And so with that, when it takes longer like that, that tells me that your brain is trying to find a new pathway. So that pathway from your brain down to that muscle that was working at one point, it's just not working anymore. And not only that, it's not going to work, but it can find a new way. It can find a new pathway to get from point A to point B. So that's what I've noticed more so with my progressive um, clients with MS. And what do you think about um, uh, electrical stimulation? 
because we have found that to really be a wonderful bonus for us. Yeah, I'm a big fan of electrical stimulation. And there's so many different types of electrical stimulation now, even as little as maybe 10 years ago, it was really just one type and one way to use it. But now there's so many different products out there, so many different tools. But I love electrical stimulation because it can warm up that neural pathway for you. It can help that muscle move. And even though it's an external source, that neural pathway is still working. That muscle wouldn't work if your brain wasn't involved at all. So I, I like using neurostimulation. So there's there's several different types. The type that's going to be best for actually activating your muscle is neuromuscular electrical stimulation. Fantastic. Yes. So, you know, we use things like a myocycle or um, uh, we do a FES. Right. We do VocoMat. We have the myocycle. But we're trying to find that one thing um, to move our arms because, you know, my hand, my, this is my one hand and arm. And it's always wonderful to figure out, you know, we have a little one pound weights, but is there any type of electrical stimulation that you like for the upper body? Um, I use the same type of electrical stimulation for the upper body as I do the lower body. It's just how you use it. So for example, with neuromuscular electrical stimulation, where it's, you know, the pads that you put on different muscles, you would just put it on whichever muscle you're looking to fire. So maybe it's your bicep. If you're working on bending or triceps for straightening, you can even do your hand to open your hand more. Um, there's so many different ways you can use it. So that's one way. They do have functional electrical stimulation for your upper body as well. Do you guys do upper and lower? Yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, use the dots, like the little red dots. Yes. For the upper body. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So that's another option. Um, I've even seen a functional electrical stimulation bike. So more so for your legs, but it also had electrodes for your upper body and it helped you move your arms while you were on that. And you could do both at the same time. So I thought that was really cool. Another way that I like to use electrical stimulation for the upper body is by any one of those techniques, but along with over the door pulleys. Have you guys used those? Yes, they are fabulous. Yeah. And so not only is it great because it can help with posture and you can, if you do have one stronger arm compared to the other side, that one can help the weaker side out. But when you combine that with using the electrical stimulation, you not only can use your arms more functionally in front of you, but overhead and out to the side, which is going to be really functional, even for things like brushing or washing your hair, putting a shirt on, things like that. Yes, those are great, great suggestions. And to our listeners, it is so important to keep your core and upper body strong because without the core and the arms, not a lot can happen either. And that's what we love, Dr. Holly, about all of your information that you post and demonstrations of the exercise are so helpful for people who don't have the access to, you know, they may live in smaller communities and they don't have MS specialists, uh, physical therapists. They might be all ortho. And we've been to some orthos and we know how different 
on orthopedic specialists towards somebody who specializes in MS therapy. Absolutely. It's, it's the same as any other profession. You know, if you had a heart condition, you wouldn't go to a physical therapist to work on your foot. That's <laughs> or, right. You had, even for speech, like for speech and language pathology, you wouldn't go to a physical therapist for that. So it, it's, it's so important. And I love spreading that message because the majority of clients that I work with have said to me that they've been to physical therapy before and it didn't work for them. And I truly believe that it's not that it didn't work for you because PT won't work for you. It was the wrong type. It wasn't focused on neuroplasticity. It wasn't focused on functional exercises. It was just for general strengthening. And if you don't have that MS background and knowledge, one might assume that if your hip flexors get stronger, your walking will be better, but that's just not the case. Your hip flexors have to be strong in a standing position if you want walking to improve, or your hip flexors need to be strong in a seated position if you want to shimmy your weight a bit, you know, move back and forth in your chair. So it just, it has to be functional and people don't know that and they give up on PT because of it. That's right. Well, that's why you're so inspirational and informative with people living with MS. Please tell our listeners how they can find you, how they can get some information about your programs. Absolutely. I My list is growing. I have like seven to eight different ways that you can find me now. Um, but my online program is called The Missing Link, spelled M-S-I-N-G link. And that's going to be the resource for you if you're not only looking for which exercises to do to help you reach your goals, but also a guide that tells you which exercises to do each and every day. We've got an accountability group. We bring in expert guest speakers. So it's really this full, well-rounded wellness program. So that's at missinglink.com. You can find all the information about that there. I also have a YouTube page and Instagram YouTube is Dr. Gretchen Holly. Instagram is Dr. Gretchen. And I'm a very visual learner. And so I love seeing things. So everything in the missing link is video based, but also YouTube and Instagram. Uh, you can also find them there. I have a book coming out called The Missing Link. I've got an app called The Missing Link. So Missing Link Anywhere, and you'll probably find it. <laughs> I think that is great. And um, we always end with what is your happy place or where is your happy place, Gretchen? That's such a great question. One of my happy places, so I lived in Boston for 10 years and it's where I went to PT school. I stayed there for a while after that and then I moved back home. And one place that I loved going in Boston was to one of the reservoirs. There was this little nook that you could go to and there were steps that you could sit on and it just felt like, even though you were in public, it felt like no one else was there. And it was so rare to find that type of space in a city like Boston. And it just felt so rejuvenating. And I would bring my dog there and we would just sit on, on the steps. And so that that always is one of my happy places. Oh, that is amazing. Well, Gretchen, we have so enjoyed having you on our Twins Coast to Coast mirror image podcast today thanks for listening to mirror image ms madness where we share the good the bad and the funny you can find us on instagram and facebook at twins coast to coast 
That's Twins Coast, the number two coast. You can also email us at twinscoasttocoast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Stay tuned to our next episode. We release our dates on Instagram, so follow us there for updates. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to find your happy place, and we will see you in the next one. Mwah.